Ninjas listen to MMA Sucker Radio. Fact. MMA Sucker Radio. I'm your host, Trevor Duick, and beside me is Jeremy Brand, as usual. Notice I did not call you producer Jeremy. That's okay. I don't mind. You can call me that. You can call you whatever you want. Call me whatever you want. Call me King Master Jabba the Hutt, Jeremy Brand. Whatever. I don't That's care. That's an insult to Jabba. Oh, yeah. Sure. But uh, this music you're listening to right now? Audio Slave. Yes. Uh, I believe the song is called Gasoline. Gasoline. A few bands have used uh, Gasoline as titles in their song, I believe. Bush being one of them. That's uh, that's. Not, I don't think it was called gasoline though. No, was oh, it called what? Uh, Listerine. <laughs> I don't know, but Bush. Stone Temple Pilots did Vaseline. Glycerine. Bush oh, glycer- did a song called See, Glycerine. Bush did Glycerine. <laughs> um, Stone Temple Pilots did Vaseline. These guys do gasoline. It was the nineties. Yeah. Well, I guess this was early two thousands, wasn't it? I don't know. Good song though. Yeah. Good choice. Good song. We had a long weekend in our neck of the woods. Uh, what did you do? I went over to Victoria, which is on Vancouver Island, stayed with some friends of ours, and hit up the AFC 18 fight card as we spoke about last week, Aggression Fighting Championship, got to watch some local fights. So you went on a vacation with your family, and you still went and watched some fights? Yeah. We, you... It wasn't really a vacation. We went over because my wife had to go to a baby shower, and uh, so I took advantage and went to the fights. Wow, that's, talk about commitment to a, a baby shower. That you made the trek to the Victoria just yeah. for a baby shower. Yeah, it was pretty oh, good. Shit, the fights were decent. Uh, Did AFC... you go to the baby shower? No, no, no. I went to the fights. Oh, same okay. day. Oh, well, what'd you do with your little one? Uh, she went to the baby shower. Oh, okay. Have yes. you ever been to? Do you like baby showers? Do you get dragged to those at all? Not usually, because about... usually baby showers are usually just Jill, not Jack and Jill, and uh, what? Boys and girls baby showers or wedding showers or whatever are called Jack and Jill. Really? Yes. Oh, I did not know that. So, uh, no, I don't usually go to those, but um, if I have to, I'll sit by the food table and eat myself to misery. <laughs> what about kids' birthday parties? Do you get... I don't mind kids' birthday parties. There's always fun crafts and stuff like that. <laughs> you get you get right in there, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, the AFC card was pretty good. Got to watch Caleb Starnes fight again. I... He's, you know, okay. Caleb Starnes. I I wrote a piece on Caleb today. I had an interview with him after the fight. Um, He is, at 38 years old, he's he's got his motivation back, and he's looking to get some wins in a row and try to make a run back to the UFC. He'd like to finish (laughs) his career in the UFC. And to be honest with you, this guy has a ton of talent. He's known for one fight, which is unfortunate, and uh, it, it doesn't. It, it's gonna haunt him for the rest of his career, I think. Looking to make a run in the UFC. I get uh, it. Ha ha ha. Uh, but yeah, and our good friend Michael Hill lost in the main event. To oh, Joel, he did to Joel Powell. Yeah. Oh. Powell dominated him for three rounds, even though he won the split decision with on some <clears throat> local judges scorecard. Uh, he dominated him for all three rounds. He had his back for the majority of the the fight. So, yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, too bad. I had an interview with Joel Powell as well. You can check that out on MMASucker.com. It's a s- video interview. Did you get to say hi to, to Michael Hill? Yeah, I said hi to Michael Hill. It was 
nice to finally meet him in person. And in Kelowna, he's from Kelowna, right? Our good friend and writer at uh, MMASucka.com, Sean W. Smith. He's going to be making his way to Kelowna for a new job, so we'll have insider info for Toshido. There you go. We've got an insider guy at Toshido. Um, anyway, there was also another There was UFC card at UFC on FX8. Yep. You, did you watch it? I didn't get a chance to watch I it. I watched it on my computer, which is, you know, there's a problem with these FX cards. I don't know whether it's going to be fixed when it moves to Fox Sports 1 or wherever it's going to move to. But some TVs and some people that have cable don't get these cards. So what? I had to watch it. On, well, some people don't get Sportsnet 1. It's just not a package that comes in everyone's uh, okay, whoa, whoa, thing, whoa, whoa, right? Whoa, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, you're telling me that, I mean, I know everybody in my area gets fx fx on a step you see these people some people where do they live they live in victoria right in victoria but they don't they just have standard basic cable oh they didn't get the like the sports pack no just standard so if you don't have a sports package or digital package or whatever you want to call it then you're not going to get fx do they plug their tv still in the back of the wall and that's it uh i don't know but they don't have fx so how do you not have do they have HD, at least? Yes, they do. Oh. Yeah, so we watch the hockey games and stuff. But some people don't get FX. I watch the fights on my computer. I stream them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a decent card. The top two fights made up for a lackluster undercard. And uh, But Vitor Belfort, holy. TRT did not cause that head kick. Okay, but TRT makes him look that strong and that sick. I mean, I'm sorry, but he's the poster boy for TRT. Oh, yeah. Why not to do TRT? I mean, the guy's only doing it because he abused steroids. Come on. Yeah, he's absolutely jacked on yeah. TRT. He looks great for his age. But um, it, the the fact that he's on TRT, as I said with Caleb Stars, running is going to haunt him for the rest of his career. Um, Vitor Belfort, this TRT thing is sort of haunting, and it's like a dark cloud over top of him. Yeah, because eventually I, 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 I'm going to have to believe that it's going to be outlawed in most commissions if it isn't already in the discussion. I know the Nevada Athletic State Commission is wouldn't allow him to fight in Las Vegas. And he didn't. Uh, he wouldn't even answer John Morgan from MMA Junkies press question yeah. in the back. He actually told him that someone needs to beat him up. Needs to beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> Unfair to John Morgan, but he's trying to be a good journalist. Yeah, you need to ask the question. It's there. It's like you said, it's looming over his head. It's not and... like he asked, he didn't ask him if TRT was a bad thing. He asked him how he feels about people disrespecting him being on TRT, and he didn't want to answer Yeah, it. because so... you know what? I mean, I, I love what John Morgan said. He, he was giving him the opportunity to be a spokesperson for this therapy. If, if he really truly believes in it, it's rejuvenated his career and he truly believes that he needs it. Why not? You're, everybody knows you're on it. Why not just be positive about it? And say, yeah, I use it because it's helped me with this, this, and this uh, for the sins of my past. But at the same time, though, um, I just think it gives guys an unfair advantage. I was on the fence about it for a while. And then I just kind of watched Vitor Belfort. And I'm like, hmm. There's a guy that's using it because he made some stupid mistakes when he was younger. Granted, we all move on. But, you know, if you were to get rid of TRT, it's probably only 1%, maybe less, 1% fighters who were on it. Mm, maybe. Think? I don't know. I don't know. It, it, how many people woke up the next morning wanting to either shave that crazy mohawk in their head or be on TRT? Okay, but at the <laughs> same time, well, I'd go with the mohawk, but... At the same time, I mean, there's no reason for most guys to use it because they don't have testosterone problems. True. So if they were to use it, they'd be way over, you know, the limit. So, um, 
Anyway, we can go on and on about it, but uh, but that spinning back kick was fucking sick. It was. It was very good. It was very. Good. And there was conspiracy that came out of that. Oh as well. god! Okay, do we really mean to talk about that? I just think it's retarded. I mean, I okay, just... well, let's throw it out there. Throw okay. it out there. What so people are saying? People are saying that Luke Rockhold dropped his hands, nodded, and pretty much told Vitor Belfort to kick him in the face. Yeah. For so one, WWE. For style. one, yeah. would you want to get kicked in the face if you were? planning on losing the fight no i'd probably say okay throw me in a rear naked choke or a guillotine and i'll tap right when you throw me in it so that you're not getting your head kicked off for two would you throw the biggest fight of your career no no (laughs) it's ridiculous people always look for conspiracies and we live in that time and age you know but there's no conspiracy about this show it's, no. uh it's pretty interesting. We got uh, we're bringing back uh, Max Holloway, who's fighting uh, this Saturday at UFC 160, and yep. uh, he's looking for his uh, fourth win in a row. Fourth win in a row. He's taking on Dennis Bermudez, featherweight division. Uh, a win against Bermudez probably will get him. A, I mean, if you win four in a row, you got to crack the top ten. Not him officially cracking the top ten, but his opponent should be in the top ten for yeah. his next fight. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a guy to watch. And even from the time that he came into the UFC, a lot of people were saying this is a guy to watch in that division. Uh, definitely a blue-chip prospect. Had some tough luck against Destin, Dustin Poirier in his debut. Uh, but again, he took that fight on, on short notice. And you have to think that there was some some nerves going into oh, yeah. that fight as well. Being UFC jitters and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And he beat Leonard Garcia on a short notice fight in his last fight. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then also, Bibiano Fernandez is going to be joining us. Uh, he's from our neck of the woods, and we've never had him on the show. Yeah, Vancouver-based fighter, but he trains out of AMC in Washington State with Matt Hume. Um, he's fighting for the interim 1FC Bantamweight Championship, uh, not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, former Dream Champion. I don't know if he still holds the title or what, but... I should ask him that. Yeah, uh, he'll be on the show. Yeah, and um, there's a guy that I think should have been... Should have went to the UFC. He had that choice. He, he turned it down. He had the opportunity, and he turned it down. Yeah, We're he, he thought too. the money was better for his family. He he uh, he totally elaborated on why he signed with One FC and, yep. and whatnot. Um, but I wonder if though if he regrets that now though. That that's a question that I wonder as well, and I wonder if the UFC is completely off his radar now, or or whether down the road if he'd like to fight at least once for mm. the big show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this show. All right, let's get to our first guest. This featherweight is on a three-fight winning streak in the UFC and set to face Dennis Bermudez at the upcoming UFC 160 card this Saturday night in Las Vegas, Nevada. Welcome back to the show, Blessed Max Holloway. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. No worries, man. No worries. Hey, you know, Jeremy and I were just talking before we brought you on that uh, uh, I was I was saying, well, it's blessed. And he's saying, no, no, it's blessed. I remember we had this conversation last time, but I still think blessed yeah. sounds better. Blessed Max Holloway. But are you still blessed, by the way? How, how are things with you? Yeah, 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 man. It, you know, everything may been going good uh things been going my way and uh no doubt you know hopefully may 25th uh come that night it goes my way too first off congrats on your success thus far in the ufc how much fun have you been having uh you know a, a lot of fun you know if, <laughs> I, if i'm not having fun then i, I wouldn't be in here I, i'm having a i'm having the time of my life i'm doing what i love to do you know and i and i'm making a living off of it so 
yeah. I can't ask for more. Do you get more people coming up to you in, in Hawaii now that you've had a little bit of success in the octagon? Are people starting to recognize you, or are you just sort of still walking around incognito for the most part? Uh, uh, I would say a little more people recognize me. You know, I go to a, I go to a bunch of stuff, and I go to the beach. This day at the beach with my family, I'll go to the mall or go to a carnival or something. And and a lot of people notice me, and they always ask me about my fights. So, and I think I'm getting pretty noticed uh, in Hawaii right now. That's pretty cool, though. I mean, that must be, uh, you know, have you, you know, obviously you get people coming up and asking for your autograph. When was the first time that it happened? Was that a pretty cool experience for you? Yeah, you know, the, the first time ever. Uh, it, it was it's it's pretty sick. You know, I was like <laughs> I was like wow, like this guy is acting. Actually, to take a picture of me, acting to get my autograph, I just thought that was pretty awesome. Now, you'll be featured on the FX portion of UFC 160. Um, what does it feel like to be on such a stacked card? I mean, this is a pretty big card. Um, does being on a card like that excite you more than, than others? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, a stacked card like this, a heavyweight card, you know. Mm-hmm. I was on the last heavyweight card, so I kind of knew where it went, but I was kind of buried in the Facebook prelims, so... You know, being on the FX, being on the on the live show, um, on the FX, on the free, uh, you know, broadcast show is, is is just awesome, and it's just truly a ble- truly a blessing. No, no doubt, no doubt. Um, I got. I'm curious though. I mean, obviously you're a fan, so when you're there, are you just solely focused on your fight, or do you hang out and watch uh, some of the other fights? You know, uh, you know when when I when when I about to fight I just uh, I just focus on my fight but as soon as my fight is over you know we come in the back we do whatever we gotta do and and I then I focus on the whoever's after me so you know it's not, it's not too bad I don't worry myself out you know just in the back we just pretty much hang out warm up and just get ready to take the task at hand now, since your UFC uh, debut against Dustin Poirier, and again, you took that fight on sort of short notice, and, and it was ended up being a loss for you, um, but did that loss sort of change your outlook on the game, and, and how did your mental uh, mental game change at all? Yeah, you know, that, that loss helped me a lot. That, that loss is what helped me get into my, my three-win streak that, I have, um, that I'm on now, you know, and... Uh, and I, it's just truly a blessing. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, go back in time and take that loss back ever. It, it, it gave me a wake up call that I, you know, I thought my ground was good enough, and I was proved horribly wrong that it was not good enough. So I, I knew I had to do more, and put in the time. It just, uh, it just been all up here since that fight. In your last fight, you edged out uh, Leonard Garcia by split decision. This this fight was a short notice bout as well. And, you know, you've always been sort of a yes man, it seems, when it comes to taking fights. But were you at all apprehensive in taking fights on short notice after that loss to Dustin Poirier? You know, yeah. I, I love taking fights on short notice, you know, because the UFC, they really uh, they really do notice that. And they, they really take care of you. And they're really grateful for guys that take their fights on short notice. And... It's just awesome, you know. I got a, I got a son at home, a wife at home, and I just gotta make sure that, and we got bills to pay. We live on our own, so we just gotta make sure that I'm surviving, and you know that's why I'm not scared to take a fight on short notice. So I mean, but you know, this is the big leagues, though, and I mean, you always have to be sort of cautious sometimes, do you not, when when taking a fight? Yeah, you know, I, I'm cautious every fight, you know, and even short notice fights, you know, it's more worse, but another. 
the, the thing is that I always look at the positive side of things, you know. Um, if my weight is low and I can get to the weight easy and I can get the fight on short notice, perfect. And, you know, it, it kind of not benefits me, but benefits me because I just tell myself the positive side and just say, you know, this guy's been training for someone else the whole time and now it's me. So his game plan most likely will have to change. And I, I just think I've always, I just always think of the positive side and try not to look at the negative side of stuff. Your upcoming opponent, uh, Dennis Bermudez, is a Division One wrestler, and we saw against Dustin Poirier in your lone loss that once you know you got to the ground, it, it seemed like Dustin was able to control you. Will the takedown defense be crucial in game planning uh, for Saturday night? And how much time have you put into that? Um, you know, uh, takedown defense. Uh, you know, it's, it's something I've been working on after that Poirier fight. You know, you know, it was a uh, it's a big thing in in this camp. It's a huge thing in this camp, and. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lie. You know, as either I win or, lo- or lose the fight. You know, if I can keep the fight standing, then I think I can edge it out on the feet. And if you take it down, you know, I've, I've been working my jujitsu, so we'll see how it goes when when it hits the ground. If you beat Bermudez, do you feel like you've done enough to crack you know a top ten opponent uh, in your next bout? I mean, I know I know you don't want to look too far ahead, but you know, if you were to beat Bermudez, do you think you're ready for for prime time? You know, uh, if I beat Bermudez and, you know, if, if I beat him in a in a dominant fashion or finish him, you know, then, you know, m- most definitely I- I'd love to fight. I'd love to fight top 10 guys, but I-, I don't know where UFC wants me. And since I'm so young, you know, I'll just take one step at a time. And whatever UFC want to do with me, I- I'll just be happy to be with them and, and just pursue my career with them. What names are are on your radar, though? I mean, obviously, I mean, we we've talked to some fighters who have a list, or there's guys in their head that, you know, they eventually want to get in and test their skills against. Or what are what are there any names that you can come up with that are on your radar? Or are you sort of like a fight by fight kind of guy? Uh, you know, I, I don't really got guys on the radar. Um, you know, when I when I started gr- coming into the sport or kickboxing, my old trainer he always told me to be the best. You gotta beat the best. So. You know, that's what I. That's just what I plan on doing. If you want to be the best guy, you got to beat the best guys. And whoever's the best guy at the time, uh, I want to fight and just keep going from there. <laughs> that's the standard fighter answer, isn't it? Max? Yeah, hello. Yeah, sorry. That's the standard, pretty much the standard fighter answer nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, man, because, you know, I, I want to be that guy, like, start calling out guys and whatever, and then, Get, gets his butt handed to him, you know? <laughs> I want to be that guy. That sounds like Chael Sonnen. <laughs> oh, man, that's horrible. <laughs> if I lived in Hawaii, I love Chael, by the way. If I lived in Hawaii, I'd probably find a lot of uh, extracurricular <laughs> things to do, um, anything but not training. How do you keep your, fo- how do you keep your focus in a, such a beautiful place as Hawaii? You know, uh, there's a... Uh, I just watched... Uh, that's funny actually. I just watched uh, George St. Pierre's uh, documentary and he said it perfect, you know, there's there's a time to be serious and then there's a time that you can play in. And you gotta you gotta find that you gotta find that place and you know, I think I found the medium in between both of them and I know when I gotta put in my hard work and I know when I can pull back and kinda relax. So that that's that's pretty much it. I just think that you gotta find you gotta find your your, your balance. Well, so speaking of balance, then I mean, what do you do sort of uh, in your spare time? You, you were talking about you have a family, um, but what do you do in beautiful Hawaii when you want to take your mind off of fighting? You know, 
I, I, I love going to the beach with my son. You know, my son goes to the beach. My son loves the water. He loves the ocean. It's weird. He's only uh, 16 months. So it's weird that he loves the water so much. But, you know, we, we go to the beach. and I like boogie boarding, you know. Or we go do a... Or my wife just... We go eat some dinner. Or there's, like, this indoor racing cart that I love doing. This uh, indoor trampoline place that I, I that just recently opened in Hawaii. And I love doing that, too, so... There's, there's a bunch of little stuff that you can do there. It's, it's just it's just fun. All right, I got a question for you because um, I don't know. We Jeremy and I were having a debate about sort of the things that are going on. Like, a lot of people are talking about TRT. A lot of people are talking about marijuana. Without getting you into trouble, I, I'm curious of what your thoughts are on on marijuana and some of the punishments that have come down, in particular to Pat Healy. I mean, the dude lost 130 grand. Do you think it's fair yeah. that a guy can? Puff a joint a month prior to a fight and still get punished. Um, you know, man. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, we saw, we signed the contract. In the contract, it says not not that we can't be doing that. So, you know, at the end of the day, he he shot himself in the foot. But then, I'm not gonna be, be literal guy. You know, you know, they're just they did um just people being so strict on marijuana is like kind of useless. You know, I think that uh. It sure it sure hurts you more than more than anything, but at the, but then again, at the end of the day, you know they tell us all kind of stuff that we can't use and we can't take, and you sign the dotted line. So that's all I have to say on that. <laughs> I did. That's that's a good answer. I didn't want to get you in too much trouble, but I'm just curious from a fighter's perspective when when you see stuff like that go down, it, it must kind of suck. For me, I, I I'm not I'm. The per- I'm of the belief that marijuana is not a performance enhancer, especially if you smoked it out. You know, smoked a you know puffed a joint a month out before your fight. I mean, to me, that if the metabolites are in your system, I mean, you're not high when you're entering a fight, and and if you are, then you should be suspended. But if you're not, I I, I don't see what the problem is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. <laughs> hey, just before we let you go here, uh, we last we asked you this last time about fight music. Anything new out there that uh, you're listening to bef- that gets you pumped up uh, before a fight? Um, you know, nothing really, you know, I just, uh, put whatever's on the radio, just listen to it and just, I, I don't, I don't have a, have a certain song, but I don't know, it's not, it's not too, it's, it doesn't take a, take a hard time to get me pumped up. <laughs> no doubt, man. You know what? You're, uh, you're getting, are you in Hawaii still right now or are you in Las Vegas? Oh, Las Vegas. I just flew in this morning. We red eyed last night. <laughs> Nice, nice. Um, well, we'll let you get uh, ready uh, to prepare for your fight and uh, with all the festivities coming down this week. Um, good luck. And uh, actually, before we let you go, uh, if you were thinking about, you know, if you were visualizing how you think the fight's going to end, how do you see this ending? You know, uh, I, ideally, you know, I, I want to finish. You know, I want to finish whether it's a knockout or a submission. I, I want to finish, but... You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind going to a three-round one with Bermudez and uh, winning fight of the night, and and taking home the W at the end of that fight. Awesome. He's Max Holloway. He's looking for his fourth fight in a row here in the UFC. UFC 160 going down this Saturday night in Las Vegas, Nevada. Max, all the best to you, man, and just let people know how they can get a hold of you in the social media universe. You know, um, uh, you can get a hold of me at um, at Blessed MMA, B L E S S E D M M A. That's on Twitter and Instagram, and then you can like my Facebook uh, Facebook page. My Facebook fan page is uh, Jerome Max Bless Holloway, so go like it up and go follow me. 
Perfect, Max. We really appreciate you doing this. Oh, no. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for a good time. Max Holloway, second time on the show. Sequel. Sequel. <laughs> sequel. I think I would have a seriously hard time training in Hawaii. I mean, I've gone oh, to Hawaii dude. once, and I had a tough enough time just walking down the roads without hurting my neck. Why? I don't know. Just, there's eye candy everywhere, man. Do you have candy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Why? good candy. Um, yeah, it's right here. Yep. Uh, so, hey, i got to ask you, um, because we're... Because it's blessed and blessed. Spelt the same, but you could say it two different ways, like potato, potato, like tomato, tomato. But do you know anybody that actually says potato? I don't. Let's and I have don't some know mashed potatoes. I don't know anyone who says blessed either, though. Unless it's like blessed that. Blessed be the meat. like that blessed spirit or that blessed. You, I wouldn't say. I don't know. I'm just saying, but I'm just asking about tomato. It's not like tomato. saying you're blessed, right? You're blessed with that skill. You're not blessed with that skill. No, but um, never mind. But <laughs> it's just like when people say, "Oh, potato, potato." Yeah, it's no, like, I really. Understand. Does anybody? No, it's not potato, potato, because no one, no one fucking says potato, and nobody says fucking tomato. No, exactly. And if you said potato, then uh, I don't want to like be a, friends with you. Yes. <laughs> like a potato. You know what else pisses me off? Oh, here we go. The you know word, what grinds my gears? Yes, Start with that. Okay, so there's different ways of saying words as we're saying here. Yeah. People who say schedule. Oh, the word is fucking schedule. Is the word shul? No, it's fucking school. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's not shul. Schedule. schedule. Oh. It's oh. a schedule. You want to slap somebody when they say that. Yeah, man. There's and, other and words out like, there. There's professionals that say that. and I hate They're not professional. It grinds my gears. <laughs> schedule. The schedule for this show tonight... His next is, um, I believe we have Bibiano Fernandez is going to be joining us. And this entire time, he's been, well, we've known he's been in our neck of the woods, Vancouver. But we've never had him on our show. Nope. Until right now. Fighting again for 1FC on May 31st, this time for the interim bantamweight title. Welcome to the show, finally, Bibiano Fernandez. Bibiano, thanks for doing this, man. No problem, I say my project, special for Vancouver. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've interviewed you before, but we've just never had you on the show, so it's about damn time. I, I We were talking just off the air. You, you have your kids with you. Yeah, I have to them to babysit my, my kids because my wife has to go. I don't know why she has to go. And I have to babysit <laughs> my kids. I see. <laughs> Trust me, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's good. We have kids of our own, and I can't imagine for you who, you know, you train a lot. Uh, it must be tough to balance family and fighting. You know, I does another thing very, very interesting because it, I have to, you have to train it and I have to do my copy training. I have to come home, I need to help my wife, I have to take care of the kids. It's, it's hard, they have to fight, they have to train. It's, it's no easy job, but I can do it. Do you, we were ta- I was talking to Jeremy, and we were, at the beginning of the show, we were talking about how sometimes we get dragged to like things like kids' birthday parties. Do you enjoy doing that, going to all these kids' birthday parties and stuff? Oh, for sure, I have my kids, my, my, my future is over here, my friends, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. Everything yeah. I have is over here, that's no price. My kids <laughs> is, is my my. I'm I'm a rich guy, you know what I mean. Know somebody 
I'm new rich. I have my kids. I have my family. I like fight. I speak with you. I I don't care complain about life. I love my kids. I enjoy spending time with my family. That for me is the best. Just let people know a little bit about your background and how you ended up living um, in Vancouver. I before a long time ago I trained. I I go fighting Pana in 996. And I meet one guy named Rob, and he, before I, I trained, I teach for his school. And yeah, like that. And I trained train in Revolution before. And later, not training anymore. I trained in Matthew Hill. I trained with Matthew Hill. But today, I'm here, living in Vancouver for, for a long time now. Huh. You've been, uh, like you said, you've been spending, you know, majority of your training camp uh, with AMC and Matt Hume. You've trained with some great camps during your professional career. What makes AMC your homes your home these days? Are you still calling AMC your home? You're still training there. I still train there. I come back for I come back yesterday for, for yesterday. I come back for AMC. Uh, I yeah. do my company training there. And Matthew is there. He have great knowledge for for MMA. For me, he's very he's, he's very good. He's the best for I think the best coach for MMA. And the high level because you understand everything. You understand the grappling. You understand the wrestling. You understand the box. He mix very well. You know what I mean. He yeah. mix very good. And I think he has good knowledge. And they have Dimitri Johnson that really helped me a lot for my company training. Karras he helped me too. But when I come back to Vancouver here, I train with the Black Mamba. I train with the Colin, and I train with the Tony Papichu. I still training. He Max Suarez bigger day. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, you'll be fighting 1FC uh, 9 against uh, Kotsu Okazaki for the 1FC interim bantamweight title. Does the fact that it's uh, an interim title make any difference to you? And would you consider yourself the champ even if you won it? Do you know what? I'm, I'm not. I think I have to fight step for step. And I'm not the champ. If I win, I take each fight I take. I... I like to speak after the fight, you know what I mean? Like this fight, I train a lot, and I don't know what happened in the fight because the boy is very, he's very smart, he's very good at hand, and I don't know, I, I don't know. I think he could be a good fight for me fight this guy. I don't think I'm the champion if I win the belt. Okazaki, um, you know, he doesn't have a ton of experience, but he's been at it since 2004. Um, have you been able to check out any of his past fights? If so, what are some of his weaknesses that you see? Well, he, he's everywhere, you know what I mean? But his jiu-jitsu is okay. He's, he's, very, he's, he's okay jiu-jitsu. He's very good stand-up. He, like, his stand-up is very good. His jiu-jitsu is okay. His west is okay, too, you know what I mean? Like, he, for me, the best you have is the stand-up. His jiu-jitsu is okay. And... His, his jiu-jitsu, I think, is you need to work more jiu-jitsu. His wife is so-so, you know what I mean? He's good hand. That's I know. I can see that. For sure, it's because, I mean, guy. yeah, because jiu-jitsu is your game. I mean, you're you're one of the best, and obviously it's your strong point. How do you see yourself winning this fight? You pretty much, you're, you're from what you just said, it seems like you're looking to, to submit him. Do you know what? Same I say, fight is fight. I always want to go there. Always I have a precaution. I don't think, oh, I'm the champ. I go do it. I don't know where the guy trained. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want to go be there and have a surprise. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, he had a surprise. I don't want to have a surprise. I want yeah. to go there 
and be smart and what I have to do for win this fight because when he's up the cage, he's on game. He, he, I, I have to know what he think of that, but he, he, I don't know what he, I, mean, I don't care, so maybe he tried this, maybe he tried not go for the ground, maybe he should try to go based on that with me. But the truth is, I train everything. When it comes to the fight, I try to be everywhere. You know what I mean? I try to beat the guy everywhere. Stand up, the girl, train everything for this. When go there, it's no weakening. You know what I mean? And for this, for me, I don't know the guy do it. Maybe he do a lot of jiu-jitsu now because he has very good stand up. Maybe do a lot of wrestling. I don't know. For this, what I do, I train everything. I be smart, I be strong, and be focused. That's what I go do it. And that's what I go be my best mate to the world. We've seen a lot of guys that are, are jiu-jitsu based, like George Gurgel, um, throw jiu-jitsu out the window when he gets in the cage because he wants to show his stand-up game off. Um, you're not that kind of guy. You like to get the fight to the ground. Why do you think guys throw their strong point out the window just sort of to show off? I don't know. I know I don't can speak about others, but I can speak about myself. One thing, if the fight's no easy for me to bring it in the ground, I go try stand-up. If the fight is easy for me bring my point game because I'm a strong guy in the in, in Jiu Jitsu, you know what I mean? And but I can fight stand up. But I don't can speak with about Guja or I can speak about me. For me, if I can push in the ground, good. But then I can I go fight with until I can, like I go do MMA. Because today you know fight you fight MMA, you know you know fight Jiu Jitsu, you know what I mean? And for I think he think okay today I do MMA I go try my stand up or I go try my box or I go try my Muay Thai for see for see what his skill he have I think that he try show he has another skill too no one in grappling. I've heard that you'd be interested in fighting for the 145 pound belt as well. I mean, if you win the bantamweight title, are are you basically looking? Uh, you know, it, again, if you were to win, would your next fight be against Su Chul Kim? Um, to unify it, or would you like to just move right up to featherweight right after? This I go give for FC. My job is only fight. Like my job is only go there, doing my job, fight. If I win, great. And I hope I win. If I win, great. And I go wait for V to call me or wait for somebody to call me there. Say, Bibiano, listen, me. you go do that. I go let for FC. But my focus now is my next fight. That's my big go and I've put the more energy I can for that fight because next is next. Now is my next fight coming and I will be very focused for that one. Well see that's a good answer but it's not a fun answer, baby. <laughs> You've uh hey you know what you fought a lot in Asia. Um would you like to fight in North America at some point in your career again? You don't know I I go tell something for you. I have three kids at home. I my dream is we okay. I go tell about my dream. My dream is be champion in jiu-jitsu. You know what I mean? Like that's my dream. That's mm-hmm. my big dream I have in my life. And my next dream has my family. You know what I mean? But but for me and my family now, I have to support my family. You know what I mean? And fast North America, where is he's be there? Go be there. You know what I mean? I go do my best today. I go training. I go be better. I can today. I go be. Better and grappling better than me. You know what I mean? I go be better than me. I go be better than me. I go be better than me today. In the future, you never know. You know what I mean? That's that's one thing I can tell. The future, never know. But my goal is one FC today. 
Are you happy with the amount of fights you're getting, or you know, are are is, is everything been going? I mean, because let's be honest, you, you got you, there was a little bit of people. A lot of people were wondering why you didn't go to the UFC. You were so very close. A lot of people think that you are the best fighter that's not in the UFC. Um, you know, you were so close to going there, but are you happy with the decision now? Are you getting enough fights in your career? Challenging uh, fights as well. Well, for me, UFC the best fight, uh, the best competition, the best uh, the best organization in the world. I I think so, but I believe UFC can grow, grow very well too. You know what I mean? UFC have the good fighter there. You go check UFC, have good fighter there. Weather have weather and have a lot. He's good there. Just over there now too. Have a lot of guys there for for fight and. I think I make the best choice. You know what I mean? I make I, for me for Bibiano, for Bibiano. I think I made the best choice for me. You know what I mean? What have you liked about fighting overseas in Asia? The the I think the people, the culture, right? The country mm-hmm. there, the people, the the way people see the fight. Yeah, I think I, I like that style. You know what I mean? Like small, like he is is it. It's impossible to explain, you know what I mean? But it's different, you know what I mean? It's more... I don't know, you have to go come check that, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's impossible to explain. But I like fight there. I like fight everywhere. I fight there. I fight before in Calgary, too. Mm-hmm. And I fight everywhere. When I can fight everywhere. I like fight Asia because I like that. Because when I fight for <laughs> FC... Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. And I mean, hey, everyone, everyone's keeping an eye on you. And and like I said, people were were scratching their head a little bit when when you didn't sign with the UFC. But you were talking about your dream of being jiu-jitsu champion. Uh, somewhere in there, do you have or do you feel that you'd still need to prove yourself in the UFC? Is that still something you want to do somewhere down the line? I will tell something for you. I will tell something for you. I train hard every day. Yeah. I train for coming to be the best, you know what I mean? I go tell something for you. doesn't matter who will be there in the cage. I go tell something for you. I go be my best. doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter who you are. I go be there my best. I go be my best because I know who I am. And I don't go, ch- I don't go keep it short. Oh, I'm the best. I'm in this. I'm sorry. But in the cage, I go, pro- I go be the best there. I go give everything I have because that's, there I go bring myself. There I go bring my skill. You know what I mean? And I know I have the skill for coming the best. But I don't need to prove this for nobody. You know what I mean? I want to keep it going. Go keep it work. And if one day I go fight somewhere, great. If not, I go keep it going until I stop fight. You know what I mean? Makes sense or not? Here's a question for you. I'm not going to ask you about the UFC anymore. <laughs> but uh, you have to understand why I asked. Because, I mean, there's a lot of people that would love to see you uh, in that organization, yeah, I, I, for sure I love it too. I do have to fight with you. For sure I love fight with guys there. You know what I mean? But I think Disney is good for you. It's good for me. You know what I mean? If you want to talk about business, I talk about business. Only yeah. business good for you. It's no business good for. It's no good business. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? You uh, you totally. want to talk about the If you want to talk about the business, I have to go talk about the business. Business good for you. Business good for me. Business one. This is only good for you. I don't think that's Disney. I don't think. Yeah, for Disney, I don't think that's anyway. Yeah. Before. 
I hear you, man. I hear you. And uh, I applaud you for doing what you think is best for you and your family. And speaking of your family, here's something for you. If, if one of your kids came up to you and said, Daddy, I want to I fight. I want to be a fighter. What would you say? I, because my older one has seven, my next one has two, my, my little one has seven months. And he, he likes to hold, I, I hold the best for my kids, but he don't ask for fight. He, he asks for play soccer. I say, Daddy, I want to play soccer. I say, okay, let's go play soccer. He don't, like, he don't ask for fight. But one day he said, Daddy, I want to fight. I say, for sure, you sure you want to do that? He said, yeah, I want to do that. Okay, let's go. You know what I mean? I go help my kids. I want only my kids to be happy. That's what I want. Anything for be happy, I go let him do it. You know what I mean? I don't go press my kids. I go teach. I go education. I go show life. That's what I go do it. But I want to do it or not. I want my kids to be, be happy. What are you doing? Do you, uh, do you teach your seven-year-old uh, jiu-jitsu? Oh, I teach. Oh, for sure. I teach jiu-jitsu. I help him. Show jiu-jitsu. Um, Kiki, boxy, I teach you. I help you here, Eddie. Make you strong. Nice. What about your wife? Does does she she know jujitsu or no? No, she don't know jujitsu, but she like doing boxing. She do like I help. I hold box for Monopoly for a little bit. And okay, sorry. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, she like the the the. I hold the patch for Monopoly. She like sometimes. Cool, Bibiano. Hey, we appreciate you doing this. I'll let you get back to your family. Um, but he's fighting at 1FC on May 31st, this time for the interim bantamweight title. Uh, all the best to you, Bibiano, and uh, we'll definitely have you on again. Um, just uh, any shout-outs, anybody you want, you want to thank before we let you go? I, I want to thank everybody for, for Vancouver, for Canada, right? because the country is my second home. I live here for nine years. And thank you so much for guys for guys having me here and thank you. I appreciate everything you guys do for me. That I want to say thank you God and move forward. Never give up. Keep it move forward always. Awesome, bro. We really appreciate you doing this man and, and all the best to you and uh we're we're definitely watching. Okay, take care my friends too soon. He is an he's inspirational. Yes. You know, just very every time you talk to Bibiano, he is just always a happy guy. He's yeah, just totally. And, and I mean, he's got his kids there with him. Everything's about family and what's best but for him. He's just positive just, yeah. all the time. You know, I'm not like when I asked him the question about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu you guys throwing it out the window, and I mentioned George Gurgel. He he doesn't want to talk about anyone else. He wants to reflect on himself and not trash anyone and be. Disrespectful. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, for sure, man. He he's he's a true martial artist in all the sense of, of you know the word. Exactly. Yeah. Just to mention the song uh, that we were listening to coming into this was Thirty Seconds to Mars, Up in the Air. It's their new single. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're a fan. Uh, yeah, like 30 Seconds to Mars a little bit. I, mm-hmm. uh, Jared Leto's a good actor. He was great in uh, Requiem for a Dream. That's true. That's. <laughs> That movie was fucked. Yes. Yes, yes yeah. it was. <laughs> um, okay. Awesome. <laughs> well, okay, so today, I'm not, today... I'm not a fan. Um, whatever. No? no? But no. it just seems like every music choice lately that you, you bring up for, like, new music or whatever, I just, like, kind of like, eh. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. We have different music. We're growing apart. <laughs> we're growing apart. And we're actually growing apart in the next subject that I want to talk about as well, because oh, today... Really? 
EA Sports announced oh, their God. UFC game at the Xbox reveal mm-hmm. um, thing. And you really, 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 for some odd reason, just can't stand the Xbox and you're the PlayStation kind of guy. No, it's not that I can't stand it. It's just everyone's talking about oh, how awesome it's going to be. But well, it was, but you, the thing is, just wait, you, how awesome it was. That's because people were talking about it because it happened today. If today was the PlayStation unveil, people would be saying, oh my god, PS4 is so awesome. But that's why Xbox does it. They're just totally jumping the gun. Like the first Xbox. When PS4 came... is being unveiled in July. It's yeah. not that much further ahead than this one. No, true. But... Um, I don't know. I'm just a, I'm a PlayStation guy. Maybe I'm a PlayStation snob. I just don't. I don't. I like both systems. To be honest with you, I could probably play both systems. But here's the thing: I was a PlayStation guy. I've told you the story before. I was a PlayStation guy from like since PS1 came out. I I stuck with my Sony all the way through. I I hacked my PlayStation so I could play those burnt games. I yeah. I did everything, and then I went to work at EA Sports. And it was right when the Xbox 360 came out. They plopped that controller in front of me, and I was testing NHL. And it wasn't the graphics or anything like that that got me. It was the controller. I liked. I I ended up liking the the Xbox controller a lot more than I liked the PlayStation controller. See, I just found it fit your hand a lot better. See, that's important, right? And that's yes. the same with me. Like, I, what I hate. I'll make this quick here. But what I hate is that you're really good at a game that I've been playing on. You know, PlayStation yeah. Three. And then I go to my buddy's house, and he's got an Xbox. Same game. But then I'm not as good as I am on a PlayStation 3. And it pisses the hell out of me when my buddy keeps beating me up with Michael Bisping. Yeah. I hear you. Michael Bisping is very, very good in that video game. (laughs) The newest UFC release. I was I was disappointed. Good. This new UFC game that's coming out, it's they've they've announced that it's got this engine that is on Xbox One. It's Ignite or something like that. I'm sure it's going to be the same on the PlayStation. The Ignite engine that they're they're working with. I was upset that they didn't reveal more. They made it seem like they were going to unveil this huge, awesome news and and whatnot. But it ended up being just sort of. They say it's gameplay trailer. It sure as hell looked like a lot of CG. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see, man. People want to see the gameplay. I think you will at E3 in the next few weeks or so. It's going to do well. The game's going to do well. Mm -hmm. But it's not coming out until at least April of 2014. 12 months, they're saying, for the Xbox One. And, uh, um, yeah. No, I'm not going to get the PS4. I've got the Wii U right now because i got a kid. Not the only time I have time to play video games is with her. So. The only time I ever have time to play video games is when like my wife takes the kid out somewhere, and I'm like, sweet, 10 minutes of video <laughs> games or something. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> freedom! i got to get this this 10 minutes. Maybe I'll do one match or something, or yeah. I'll, I'll play one period of NHL. <laughs> I'm going to smoke some weed and play some video games, and it'll be the best 10 minutes of my life. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> For sure. Um, hey, there's a fight. We should be talking about some fights here. Uh, UFC 160 coming up this Saturday. MGM Grand, Las Vegas, Nevada. Seems like forever since they've been back to Las Vegas. Yeah, it has, actually. They used to go there quite a bit, and then... Well, it's the home of the UFC, and and this fight card's pretty stacked on the main card. Uh, Top to bottom, I'd say, is is a pretty good uh, fight card. Obviously, the main event... Cain Velasquez, Antonio, Bigfoot, Silva. Not a lot of people mm. drooling over this one. People are thinking it's the worst mm. main event uh, in in a long time. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm I don't know. Twelve months is a long time, and we saw what Antonio Silva did to Alistair Overeem. But on the other hand, Mind we you, also Overeem. saw what Cain Velasquez did to Antonio Silva in the first fight. But that was a bad Overeem. That was a bad Overeem. I think that was a cocky bad Overeem. That was a non-drugged up Overeem. 
I think Travis Did I say Brown, that? I think Travis Brown is going to beat Alistair Overeem as well. You know what? I do. No, me too. Honestly, we're I on do. the same wavelength there. Yes. Yeah. This fight, though, I think I th- I don't think it's going to end in a minute and whatever eighteen seconds or whatever. You talking about the Velasquez yes. fight, right? Okay. I don't think so. I think Antonio Silva is going to put up a better a bit of a better fight uh, if he can stay on his feet. Because if Cain Velasquez gets him down to the ground, it's all over. Even though he's a black belt, it's done. It's finished. It's kapush. Um, but if Antonio Silva can land a punch, those fists are probably bigger than both of Cain Velasquez put together. I keep grabbing for these chips. I know, and you don't want to <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch. I, I, keep, like, I got the munchies right now, and I keep grabbing chips, and I'm about to put them in my mouth, and I'm like, maybe not a good idea, buy a microphone. And so I keep doing it, though. So you have like a pile <laughs> of 10 <laughs> chips next to you. I put these aside over the last little while. Yeah, man, I think the fight's going to be over pretty quick. Okay, do yeah, you? Cain Velasquez all the way. It's going to be another first-round beating or second round. It's going to be another horrible, horrible beating. So this, the co-main event, mm-hmm. which is a fun, fun matchup. It is. Junior DeSantos, Mark Hunt. Um, you give a Mark Hunt any chance in this fight? I just laugh every time you say Mark Hunt. <laughs> it's better uh, than Mike Hunt. Yeah, that's true. It's still the same. It's close enough. Um, this is interesting. You know, some people are uh, liking the value on Mark Hunt as I, the upset. I am, actually. We saw he's on what? He, he came into the UFC... Um, below, well below five. Actually, he came in at five hundred, I believe. Um, and now he's on a, a tear. He's on a win streak. He was on a. I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, so you can't rule him out of this fight because he seems like the guy that just keeps winning. But at the same time, he's fighting former champ Junior Dos Santos, who is a pretty tough test. Yeah, like you were saying with Mark Hunt, five right? and seven. Yeah, Mark Hunt. Uh... <laughs> You know, it's it's not an amazing record, but you forget, you know, people forget about the losses because everyone right now is remembering, you know, the four wins in a row, right? And and how good he looked, especially against Stefan Struve. Did you have him beating Stefan Struve? Uh, I, I didn't. I had Stefan Struve winning that fight. I thought his length, I thought he was going to be able to use his reach much more, and yeah. I thought he was going to be able to get the fight to the ground and just submit so, him. So, man, you know what? Like, I understand why people are really high on him in this fight. If you're going to see an upset against Junior DeSantos... I, I just don't see it. I think DeSantos wasn't happy with his performance against Velasquez the last time out, and and he knows that he gets another shot if he beats uh, Hunt. It sounds like DeSantos is very focused on this fight. And that and, he should be. And this is Junior DeSantos is a scary, scary guy, you know what I mean? And he gets the rematch Dan- if he wins it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm thinking Junior DeSantos in that fight. Is, and I, but I think it's going to be a fun fight to watch because Mark Hunt has no quit. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Also on the card, uh, Glover Teixeira, James Tahuna. Um, I think for me, I'm, I'm, I'm a Glover guy. I'm going so to am I. I think uh, Tahuna has a chance. He's stepping up on short notice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and good for him. And to take on a guy like Glover like that on short notice. Yeah. Yeah, it's impressive. I mean, his last win was against Ryan Gimo, who, you know, um, was had a lot of hype on him going into that fight. And some say that that was maybe an upset. So, I mean, the guy, you know... So on four fight winning streak, I don't know. I, I think I, Glover Teixeira is basically uh, going to win this fight quite easily, in my opinion. I do think this is a tougher test for Glover than uh, Ryan Bader True. was originally, yeah. though. Yeah. Do so, you think so? Really? Yeah, I do. I think Tahuna could beat Bader if you put those two together. Um, hmm. On the other hand, I don't know. I think it's a tough fight. I think uh, Tahuna has the hands to to stand and bang with Teixeira, but it, I don't know. 
it's not a twin toss. A twin toss. It's not a, co- a coin toss <laughs> by any means. I think Tashara is going to win, but I think I don't think it'll be as easy as people are making it out. To okay, be. so so far we have all the favorites so far. So we both agree on Cain Velasquez. We both agree. On, you, oh no. I, I, Did we not agree on that one? No, yeah, I think Cain Velasquez will win. I think Silva will put up a better test than the first time. Okay, Junior DeSantos, we both agree on that one? Yeah. And so we're agreeing on Glover Teixeira as well? Yes, but wow. this this fourth fight we're not going to agree on. Because Gray it's Maynard, Gray Maynard. TJ Grant. Yeah, we've already spoken about this yep. one last week when we had TJ Grant on the show. I do believe he's going to upset Gray Maynard. Um... It wouldn't even be that crazy of an upset. No, really, he's on a big win streak. He's, I see he's, what you're saying, yeah. Gray Maynard, former, former title contender, though, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that... Very good wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Gray Maynard, I'm, I'm going to go with Gray Maynard, but, uh, oh, dude, I just don't want to agree with you on this one, so we'll, just, <laughs> we'll go with that one. Okay. Uh, is our sort of our tiebreaker, I'm assuming. Yeah. Donald Cerrone, KJ Noons. Um, oh, it's going to be a fun fight. It is. <laughs> this K- is going to be awesome. KJ Noons should have won his last two fights. Both of them were shitty decisions. I think he beat Gilbert Melendez in that second fight, and I think he should have beat, um, in his last fight, Ryan Couture. Or Josh Thompson, he should have beat in their, their trilogy fight. His Not Gilbert Melendez, what am I talking about? Um, Josh Thompson in their trilogy fight, he should have won that fight. Very close, but he definitely did more. And I believe he beat Ryan Couture. Even Dana White was tweeting out during that fight that it was a bullshit decision. Mm-hmm. Um, he should have won that fight. So... That this fight is is going to be a big one. It's going to be sort of a do or die kind of fight for KJ, I think, and I think he might have what it takes to beat Donald Cerrone. All right, I'm going with Donald Cerrone. Wow, there we go. Let's play some bets. <laughs> cool, cool. Are you still doing the Bet Hub stuff at all, or? Yeah, I still have some money over at Bet Hub. I've been throwing some wagers down here and there. I know fellow MMA suckers like Justin Fox and Sean Smith and even our good Filipino friend J.P. Lasaleta throw down the bets over there at BetHub still. So if you want, head on over to BetHub. I do think you still get a sign-up bonus. Hey, um, we got some pretty cool news today, but I'm not allowed to say what it is. But there's a there's a contest coming that's going to be pretty impressive, right? Very For big. people who live in our area. In Yes, the western side of Canada here yeah. in Vancouver. The west side of uh, North America. Maybe right? even v- even very western Alberta yeah. could be involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're close to the border. Um, maybe even down south into Washington anyway, State. We, we'll we, see. It's going to be big. You're working on something. So. It's going to be big. Anything else you want to say? before we, We've been rambling here. Anything else? Um, not really. Xbox is better. Um, <laughs> See, that's maybe. the other thing is we can never find out who's the better. Well, and yeah, we can't who's play the best at UFC. How do how cool would it be if both companies just got together and said, you know what, our onlines can play against each other? That would be like fucking revolutionary. That'd be great. Yeah, along with PCs, throw them all in together. Everyone can play each other online. Imagine how many servers they're gonna need for that. That'd be amazing. <laughs> that yeah. would be because I would love to play you in NHL or something like that, and we can't. No, exactly. Unless I come over to your house. Because you decided to be a pussy, little girl, and get an Xbox. Actually, I got an Xbox on launch day. <laughs> like, literally the day you the 360... You probably did. You're one of those no, guys. No, I did. I stood in line yeah. for Xbox 360 the day it was launched. I spent like 750 bucks on it, I think. And uh, I didn't want to spend any more money when the PS3 came out. So that's why I still only have an Xbox. Yeah. You know, honestly, I like both consoles. Who gives a shit? <laughs> exactly. I just want video games. Yes, for sure. Cool, bro. Yeah, cool. That's it. Nothing else? 
You're good. We can go. All right. Yeah. Check out Smoke Lore Web Series. <laughs> Spoke about it last time. SmokeLoreWebSeries.com. S M O K E WebSeries.com. Oh God, I was waiting for that. Good night. Jesus, MacArthur, Jay Z. The great ones always return. And when they do, one thing's for sure their hair will be perfect. We haven't seen you in a while, America. You haven't changed a bit. I've got liquor breath, and I want to be your friend. I got a new cologne. It's called Venom. It's pretty much 100% snake venom. Happy Easter. No, Brick. You need to say something fun about the movie. We're all saying a, a little individual thought, a little, almost like a little fun catchphrase. Always make sure the parents are around if you hug a child. Just say hello. Hello. Hey, fat face! You! You stay classy. <laughs>